back. We are back once again for the Elevate Podcast. And today, I have my good brother, Quincy, in the building. Quincy is a uh, renowned real estate, <laughs> real estate investor and um and uh yeah so just introduce yourself quince and hey, i appreciate it first of all i want to say i appreciate the time to be on here to share some to share some good uh some some good information some yes. real some real information this yes, is meat yes. and potatoes this is no upsell right this is no part two you know i'm not selling anything so i can come straight from the hip so yeah i appreciate it um yeah, man. Uh, and I appreciate your time for coming out because it ain't the prettiest outside. But, you know, we've been trying to hook up for a minute, too. Yeah. On some other things and just uh, just trying to connect. And, and this brother is busy, so I really appreciate his time. But uh, let's jump <laughs> right into it, bro. I Actually, it's kind of crazy how we met. Yeah, it is. I thought you were uh, into cars. Right. <laughs> to be honest, because when I... Uh, you know, I was doing my roadside business, and uh, I came through, and uh, you fixed the... Uh, um, I fixed a tire and you was like, Hey, do you know somebody want to sell this a Jeep or something right there? You right, were selling the right, Jeep. Right. I was like, um, I don't, I don't know. Not really. And then you was like, all right, well, I got another car for sale. You know, somebody <laughs> want to sell it. I was like, Hey bro, I said, so what you do? Sell cars. Right. And you was like, no, I'm in the real estate. Right. And I was right. like, Whoa. Right. I was like, the light bulb went off. Like what? Because I have been, um, into, I mean, not into real estate, but I have been just trying to learn it. Right. Uh, once I came, it, it's crazy that it didn't really hit me into now. You know what I'm saying? Right. But when it hit me, I just kind of fell in love with it, right? Right. So I've been going to, like, uh, seminars, mm-hmm. been buying programs. Right. Been YouTube to right. death, podcast <laughs> right. to death. You uh, know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. And uh, so when you said real estate, just a, a light bulb just came on. and I, You know what I'm saying? I've been... At you and trying to get with you ever since, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, man. But tell me about your journey in real estate, bro. How did you get started in real estate? Okay, let's go back to the cars real quick. <laughs> right, <laughs> because we right. got like five cars, and, <laughs> and, and hey, so the thing with that, um, I had like that Sunday car, you know what I'm saying? But I was I was a very conservative person, right? You know what I'm saying? So we would have the family vehicle, we held a nice conservative car, and then I would have my day to day car. You know, so I never want to come off as flossy and all that type stuff. Right. I'm a regular brother, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I like to play Xbox and PlayStation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like to spend time with the kids. Right, right. So I wasn't trying to fly. But we just accumulated these cars. So we just like, okay, you know, I didn't buy them. You know, my tenants bought them. Right. So I wasn't even really tripping. But at the same time, you know, I'm just real humble, low-key type person. I never try to try to win people over with the lifestyle per se. You know what I'm saying? And right. that's one of the things that I see in real estate that they really not selling you real estate. They selling you lifestyle. Yeah. And so I always, I always, <clears throat> it's funny because, you know, we think about the Warren Buffett's and, and then you hear his story, how he still's in the same house that he, that, you know, when he first started out, even though he got these millions and billions He's still of in dollars, the same house. He still has the same house. I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that, that's, he humble. Right, right. But that's that's just, in, in, in my field, that's just conventional wisdom. You know what I'm saying? Right. You want to take, you want to take as much as your money, your buying power, your dollars, and have it investing. Invest your, working. Your, in working for you. Right. And then have that money be able to buy the cars and right. things in that nature. But once you start inv- investing, it's contagious. You want so when did that light more. bulb click on for you? Because I just, it makes sense. And right. you would think everybody know that to have your money working for you. But really we was been working for the money, especially in our community. We work Correct. for the money. Correct. So when did it kick on the light bulb kick on for you? Oh man, that's a good question. Cause uh, when did that light bulb kick in for me? I think one time I was listening to this, 
this podcast, man. It was uh, mid-2000s, and they were saying that you should have at least six months of, you know, whatever your job is. You have should have, like, six months of reserve saved. I'm like, how mm. in the world <laughs> right. can Whoa. you have six <laughs> months? I mean, I mean, I'm making probably two or three, you know, 2000 a month, you know, at best, and majority goes to rent and right. goes to family and like how do i supposed to have six months saved but it was it came down to discipline mm-hmm. I, I literally sat down in my living room and i drew a line in the middle of the page and i put needs and wants outside of a shelter over your head and food and water you know what i'm saying you need clothes in your back but do you necessarily need you know the highest right jeans highest fashion correct right. so once i got that out in my head man i was like uh you know I'm going to wear these clothes. I'm going to drive this car. I got the same car today that, right. I, that I had it back in the, in the mid-2000s, uh, 2005, 2006. So once I made up my mind that I wasn't going to spend any, any money that was unnecessary, right? and then I looked at the paper, and I, I looked at how much money that I was actually spending on um, living, like the necessities, and then I looked at the things I didn't need, like the wants or the lifestyle, and it was so much. I was just throwing money out the window. Right. And so once I started that route, that that really kind of changed my my mental. And once I started making money, I stayed humble. I mm. stayed in that field. So I didn't go get, you know, go secure, you know, 20, 30,000 and then spend try to think of 20, 30,000 ways to spend it. I thought of like 20, 30,000 uh, ways to invest it. Mm, and so right. before I had my first business, you know, I was uh Quincy Incorporated, LLC, and my employees were my dollars. And so every dollar I sent out was my employee. They got to bring me some money back. And so if you ever want to look at how you're going to run a business, right? you look at your finances now and how you spend your finances. So if I wanted a business, I had to have every dollar working for me. If this dollar wasn't going out and bringing me back money, I didn't deserve a business. Mm. Is that real? You, That's you real. serious? You That's had Quincy real. Incorporated? No, I didn't have, but that was, it was my, in your that, mind. That was my mental state. Okay, okay. I was like, wow, you know, he set up a real business. Yeah, 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 okay, that, no, no, I got that, you. That was my mental state because, you know, you you have this grand idea of how you're gonna start. So you make in your mind like if I had whatever amount of money you need today, right? What would I do now? Because you know how some people some people are like man, if I had ten thousand, I if I give it to you right now, what would you do with it right now? Mm-hmm. Boom, quick, 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 quick. If you can't go back to the drawing board, you know what I'm saying? Write down your idea. Right. The time to be ready is not the time to get ready. You should be ready all the time. Right. Because right. you never know when you're gonna rub elbows with that millionaire, or whoever that that person who's gonna support you. And I had came up, and a lot of other people too. We um, we work. We work for money, and and my mind state was I had my own business, right? right. So I thought I was doing good. I'm like, okay, well, I own my own business, and I had I had <laughs> figured out how to be. Uh, self-employed and self-efficient. So I thought I was the boy. So when I transed over a uh, transition from uh, from uh, from working right. to uh, to running my own business, right. I really thought I was doing it right. Yeah. Now, <laughs> gift and the curse. Mm-hmm. What I learned when running my business is I was the business, and if I wasn't there, the business wasn't there. Right. So I kind of caught that on late to where I'm like, wait a minute, this ain't, right. this ain't, this ain't it. You know, what I'm, <laughs> I'm working for the more money I can make, more money, right. but I got to put in more hours and more time. So the older I get, I'm like, man, I got to free up some of this time. You know what I'm right. saying? So right. then I'm, I'm looking for um, other ways, and I probably would be if I was still in Ohio, I probably would st- still be stuck in that rat way because that was just my surroundings. Mm-hmm. And, and when yeah. you do a business, people depending on you, and you yeah. don't got kind of think because the money coming in and you right. just doing, doing, doing. But when right. I move here, 
I kind of broke myself free from yeah. all that. So now I had options of oh, what I'm going to do to make some money or how I'm going to make some money. So now I'm looking for different things. And when right. I came across real estate, bro. Yeah. So, you know, in, in the 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 realization you came, the points that you laid on the table, everybody goes through that. Yeah. Because, you know, we've been sold this bill of goods of, you know, make it. I don't want to say Instagram rich, but just an instantaneous sensation, an instant sensation. Yeah. Once you make that money, I don't need a job. And you leave your nine to five and then now you're just kind of out there. I did it myself. Yeah. You know, I'm at a job that I was making about 40,000, 45,000 a year. And that was, that was good pay because I, mm-hmm. I, I didn't never increase my, my livelihood. I kept my livelihood. If I started out making 30 grand, I told you, when I first started, I wrote that list, I wrote that line down the middle of the page, and I put needs and wants, and I never moved past that. You know, I always try to keep um, my needs very minimum mm-hmm. as far as I can control them. So if I started out making 30 grand, I made 35, I stayed my livelihood to stay at 30. When I made 40, my livelihood stayed at 30. At 30 right. When I made 45, my livelihood stayed at 45. Right. No matter how much money I made, because exactly. the extra money I made, I took that and invested. You invested, right. Right. But, um, what I learned, so what I learned when I left my nine to five, it really got real. Yes. I had to go through a testing. Yes, it gets really real. It right, gets right. Really real. <laughs> so you know, right, um, right. That's so true. You know, I'm 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 older now. You know, I'm 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 still in this business. I'm still in this you know this game, whatever. And what I what I would tell myself, you know, young if I would tell somebody who's coming up. Hold on to your job as much as possible. I know that's not the conventional yeah. wisdom. Yes. I know that's not. But when it costs you, yeah. you money to stay there, you know what I'm saying? Then I would think about it. I probably wouldn't leave it. Because a job is another form of income. Mm-hmm. It is another form of income. And um, But now what we want to do, we want to uh, build this business, you know, because you may go through that year or two. Where it's good, but you don't, but you don't understand that job is still holding you back. Yeah, that part where you working your job and you got your side hustle and you got two incomes and you right. feeling yourself, right? Correct. This was me. Right. I'm feeling myself, right. but my side hustle started doing good, so I'm right. really feeling myself. I'm like, forget my job. Yep. So I had to quit my job. Right. Do my side hustle. Then my side hustle slowed down. Right. Then you're like, oh shit. <laughs> oh shit, got right. real because that job was guaranteed. Right. That weekly check was guaranteed. Yeah. You knew what you're going to get. Hey, right. were you on your own? Right. Oh, that's a different beast. Especially when you're in real estate because at Ooh, some point wait. you want to leverage your money. Oh, wait. And you, you don't claim, a lot of people don't claim them that hustle on their taxes. Right. So while I was making, while I was, you know, building my real estate portfolio mm-hmm. at my job, it was, it was clean. You know what I'm saying? My whole business was clean. But as far as it was pretty in the bowl when I went to these banks and I said, I need to get this loan. Oh, you've been working at this job for this for many X years. Amount, right. Oh, you make, make it look good. And you file your taxes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm coming to the table with some money because of what I got my real estate going on. Yeah. So with those two combined, you know what I'm saying? It was, you know, I was, I was good. But once you leave your nine to five, right? Again, this is unconventional wisdom because most people going to say, Get this money, leave your job, be a boss. Right, you know right, what I'm right. saying? But you got that's what we think. Uh-uh. Yeah, you got to be savvy. Keep all them income, especially in. especially for us because we don't have those rich parents. Mm, like right. some people, and and that's why you know when you're listening to other people telling you how to get into real estate, especially when they don't come from your background. Yeah, you have to take it. You have to eat the fish and spit the bone out because where uh, Todd can leave his nine to five, you know, he may have a father or uncle that may give him a hundred grand to invest in him. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. We're we getting it from the bottom. Right. So you need 
everybody supporting you. So if your mom and father not supporting you, your job got to support you. And speak and speaking of getting from the bottom, how do you feel about this? Because this is just an analogy that I I peaked. Okay, is that um, our community? We used to think that you needed the money. So this was the thing, like you needed so much money to get in real estate. Right. So this is kind of thing of fear. I think it's a fear that you need so much money to get in real estate. Mm-hmm. The trick is what well, that I learned, or right. the the uh, the magic opening was like, you don't need the money to get in real estate, right? Right. But so since we think we need all this money in real estate, so we taking chances. Some of them might not be. The correct chance. We're taking <laughs> penitentiary chances. Right. We're trying to stack this bread up. Though. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because we just taking taking the chances because we got to get it out the mud. Right. And now we done took these chances and got hemmed up in the system. Correct. And now we done got railroaded. Right. And I think education, the proper education would show us that we didn't even need to have that right. money to get into real estate. Someone asked wow. me this question years ago like, okay, do you need the idea or do you need the money? I would say you're always going to need the ideal. You're going to need the education. You're going to need to partner with someone who has wisdom. Mm. Because once you have the knowledge and the education, if you're going to come to the table, if you're going to do a deal with me, or if you just, you know, if you're just a savvy individual, this I'm going to need one or two things, preferably both. I'm going to need money, and I'm going to need to know what I need to do with this money. Right. If you don't have the wisdom, then you're going to pay somebody for the wisdom, or you're going to partner with somebody who has the know-how and the wisdom. And if you have the wisdom, well, you really don't need the money because you can reproduce that over and over and over again. So you're exactly right. You don't need a lot of money to get into real estate. Right. You really don't need any money. Now, I'm not trying to sell you on no money, no credit. Right. You, it's, it's the way you navigate that. No, I'm just right? saying, like, you can do deals and you do you can creative do deals. deals that you right. physically didn't have the money. You might right. can get somebody else might got the money or you might right. get that. But I'm saying the, the mentality that a lot of our brothers think and a lot of our people think and they right. don't get into real estate because right. they think I ain't got the money to do it. So right. I'm not even going to try. So so tell me, how did you what was your first deal? How did you get in? Real so estate? my first deal was, uh, oh, man. All right, so yeah, okay. go back. You make so many yeah, deals. Yeah, you got to yeah. think of. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> my my first deal because when I first got into real estate, man, it wasn't I was investing for the long haul, right? Okay, so it wasn't sexy. I didn't buy a property for fifty grand and then put thirty grand and then sell it for two hundred thousand. That wasn't my initial investment strategy. Right. My initial investment strategy was buying multi units. Mm. I didn't invest in single family properties. I didn't flip properties. So you I, came in the game on on I, that. I came in it like I want to own apartments one day, mm, and I okay. stuck to it. I didn't go through. Like, I want to get some some property, so I'm gonna go this route because I don't have the money, right? Because mm-hmm. what you say, we got to think we gotta have this money. So we think, okay, I don't have the money, so let me flip a couple of properties, then buy a pro- house, <laughs> right? And then right. let me go flip a couple more, and then buy a house. So I just came off the rip because I had a job, right? And I had a little money saved up. So this is where the knowledge came in. It before I did my first deal because I didn't have a mentor, I didn't pay nobody a course. Like I said, this don't sound sexy. Right. It took me like two years. Okay. Real. I mean, from the bottom, study got familiar with real estate terms. Um, I was a real estate agent, and I I I saw the path I want to go. I didn't let trends come and you know bring me left or right because at first, like, oh, flipping houses is the way to go. Oh, wholesale is the way to go. Oh, you know, uh, buying apartments is the way to go. I I I saw the strategy that worked for me, and I stuck to that way, mm-hmm. and I entered into the game. I bought a uh, a duplex uh, for about fifteen thousand a door. When you get to multi units, mm. you said you, you name them doors. Yeah. So if, if I'm buying a five unit, I said, well, I paid ten thousand a door. Ten times five is fifty grand. You know, but I'm just giving you an example. Right, right. Doors. So my first ex- my first deal was a a duplex 
I paid uh, fifteen thousand per door. Well, I really paid about three thousand down. I, I got a I got a loan. I paid three thousand dollars down. The bank gave me the other twenty seven thousand plus. They gave me another thirty thousand dollars for renovations. Damn. So I end up my first deal. I bought a duplex. Um, sixty four grand. I came three grand out of pocket. How did the bank give you money for renovation? They say that does not happen. That does happen. That's where your. That's where <laughs> they your, said they your, don't have it. Your knowledge and your due diligence come. It's a loan. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna drop it on. It's a loan. It's still today. It's called a two hundred three k. Right. So it's it's one of those hybrid loans because it's 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 geared for a homeowner who's going to stay there. Gotcha. But they'll let you buy the property in any condition. Some loans. It had the property has to be in certain condition, like gotcha, especially gotcha, those gotcha. below market uh, properties. Like if a if a three bedroom, two bath sell for a hundred thousand, and then you see one on the market that may sell for fifty thousand, it's because half the roof gone. Yeah, you know the appliances may not be there. No one has lived there for a couple of years. You may have mold or whatever the case may be. And most loans won't let a home buyer buy that type of property because they don't want them fixing it on themselves. Because right. technically, the banks still owe the property. Exactly. You got a hundred thousand dollar loan. Or a house, but you really got the debt. The, their banks, they own the home. So they're going to be very conservative with what they allow you to do. Right. And, and trusting you. They don't know you like that. So I, uh, I researched this loan called a 203, 203K loan. Right. You can Google it. And this loan allows a first-time home buyer to go and buy a property, a single-family property. And they look at single-family properties between one to four units. Right. Okay. So I bought a duplex. It was the, it was horrible. <laughs> the door it didn't even have a front door. <laughs> but I researched right. this loan, and 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 all loan officers are not the same. Okay. So if 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 you was a loan officer and this one particular product that a loan officer had, just say uh, just an FHA first time home buyer loan, right? Right. Call it a product, mm -hmm. and it's very easy for me to qualify you. It's very short straightforward and i get a certain percentage as a loan officer i'm going to focus on those and most most of my customers ask for this particular loan so i'm going to focus on this loan right but when you go in there and say hey i'm looking for a 203k rehab loan they may not know what it is they say i don't do it it don't mean that they don't do it they just they don't just know don't about it. yeah so yeah. you don't want to partner with that bank you want to go to somebody else who knows mm. about it so i had me myself i had to interview three different loan officers wow right because i'm I got to pay this bank back. So I'm not just going to go in there and let them just bust me over the head. Yeah. So anyway, I'm telling them about their loan product. <laughs> they wow. didn't even know they had it because right, they wasn't right. used to selling it. So I, that's where your due diligence, your research. Wow. Now, if you don't have, if you think you need all this money and you miss over trying to get yourself educated, that's what you were saying earlier. We don't need all this money. I came to the table with less than five grand. Wow. Over two years. Now, if you listen to my story, I told you I drew a line down the middle mm -hmm. and I what I needed versus what I wanted. Right. I only pay for things I needed. Gotcha. I ate some Roman noodles, right? You saved up. You know what I'm saying? I had yeah. Netflix. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got that. Yeah, right, right. Got I, rid of I the cable bill. I stacked my bread up. Okay. In two years, I came out the gate. I did it. I studied the loan product I needed. I interviewed uh, different loan officers. I got qualified for the loan. I think I had to come out of pocket less than five. They gave me sixty-five grand. Mm. I bought the property as is, mm. uh, and I got the property as low as I could get it with trying to get a bank loan because the bank bank said they were not gonna give me anything under thirty thousand. Okay. So I negotiated thing all the way down to like thirty thousand one hundred, and right, then right. they gave me another thirty grand um, to rehab it because the property would have appraised. It was an ARV after repair value. Right. They said this property would appraise for about seventy grand. Now I got it structured over thirty years. So my loan, my, my mortgage probably was about four something a, uh, a month. Right. Then on the other side, I had a tenant move in, and they rent was like seven. Damn. So I was living free. 
So I was right. really putting money back. Yeah. This was back in now 2000. Now we cash flowing. This is back in 2010. Okay. It got it really addictive. So I'm like, yo, I'm trying to make some. I'm, I'm really trying to build something here. Right. So I went down to Atlanta back in the day and I bought a house for about 18 grand cash. Mm. 18 grand. So I moved out of my duplex and I'm, I, that's what they, they didn't call it house hacking when I did it. Right. I moved out and then plus if, if you put a, a hot water heater in there, that morning, that night, somebody gonna come and get it. So I had to stay in there. <laughs> okay, yeah. I had to stay in there. That's when Atlanta, you know, was kind of bad. So I had to, I had to stay in the house. Okay. So now I done moved out. Now I rent the other side out for like I think it's, they both went like seven, seven hundred. So it's fourteen hundred. My mortgage is less than five. It was four something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm making about nine hundred a month. Then I bought this house cash. Well, I bought it with a credit card during that time. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Bought it with a credit card. The credit, <laughs> the credit card was uh, like two some a month. Right. To, to pay back. Right. So now I technically got three doors at this point. I'm making probably about fifteen hundred because I'm saving money. You right. know what I'm saying? I, I don't. You want still to got your job, or you? I still got my job. Yeah, I still got my job. Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? I still got my job. Um, so now I'm actually saving seven hundred dollars. You right. know, and then I'm making like another grand, right? Mm. So I'm good. Now we cash flow. Now I'm cash flowing. Okay. So I'm just kind of sitting back and I'm just like, I'm, I'm making my moves. I'm getting my education up it's, it, it still. You know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to see my next my next deal. So at this point, the, uh-huh. uh, the wheels is on, the light is on, and you on fire. So now do you just go out and just start buying more or do you kind of just sit back on my sit on these three that I got right now? So I was planning, I was trying to plan my next, well, I was planning my next move. And like I said, I wasn't really looking at the quick flip fix and flip because I had a nine to five that was stabilizing me. Right. And so I was building, I was building up my resume and I was building up, you know, my linguistics because when you go in and talk to bankers, sometimes you have to draw the picture for them. Right. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times the bank is not going to tell, especially us, how the game go. Mm-hmm. Like if Facts. I if I go in there, not just the bank, nobody ain't gonna tell us how to get. If I go, go in and sit in, sit sit down at the, at the at the loan officer's table, he's gonna ask me a thousand questions. Do I have this 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 and this? Right. And if I don't have it, hey, come back when you have no direction, nothing. Right. Somebody else come through with a different hue. They gonna say, oh, you don't have this, but this is how you get it. Right. So those next couple of years, I was honing in my skills and I was doing my research. I also had the time, like my my time, because I remember what you said earlier. As far as we take our time trying to go out and get this money, you know, yeah. my time was valuable. I'm already giving my job eight hours, right? Right. So I hired a property manager. Okay. And somebody was like, "Why did you do that?" Because at this at this point, I'm living in one house, but I'm renting out the other two. Sure, I could have went over there. Now this thing you turned into a business. Now it's a business. Yeah. Right. You don't see you know you know the Walmart when they the, the family. <laughs> right. You don't see them on the registers. Right. So you thinking about this as a business. So yeah. it's, my time is not in the business; it's on the business. So I'm making my relationship since I'm not really working with anybody. I still at this point don't have any mentors. YouTube and me reading books and people dropping names. Right. Uh, were my mentors. And so I'll go and grab the person's book, you know what I'm saying? Somebody who's been into real estate 10, 15, 5, 2 years, I want to read what they did. Right. And they're going to drop some nuggets in there. I may spend $20 for the book, but I probably saved myself a couple of grand by reading what their wisdom is. Mm-hmm. So I'm still building up, you know, my relationship. Now, bankers is coming at me. I'm getting all these lines of credit, right? I'm using those are my partners. Home Depot is my partner. Right. Lowe's is my partner. Yeah. Wells Fargo with credit lines is my partner. Right. Right. So when I go make my next deal, I buy a four unit. 
I bought it. Oh, no. So my wife, they, I got married, you know. Okay. <laughs> All right. Got married. And then me and my wife, we ended up buying, buying us a home that, you know, she chose whatever. I, I thought, you know, I at this point, I wanted to buy another investment property. Right. She was just like, no, nah, I got to listen to the wife, right? Right. You, know you got to I mean? have somewhere to live. Right. You know, we, we just want all investment properties. Right. We, yeah, we, <laughs> hey, you know. I we can live basement. anywhere, man. I live in a basement. Yeah, nah, I ain't living right there. <laughs> no, I mean, if I was single. Right, I right. I would I would have just moved in the basement, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, peed in the cup, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, we gotta stack this bread, stack this bread, yeah. stack this bread. So we end up buying, you know, in a house. So that kind of put me back a little bit. That okay. was a little gap because it was like a four, maybe three year gap. It was a three year gap between me getting a duplex and me buying the house. I bought that within three months. Okay, then self. Then because what they call house hacking, and I learned is very important lesson because. Uh, my idea was me going to buy this dilapidated house and go to the bank and say, hey, I got a house, you know, give me money. I pay 18 grand for it, but I know it's worth 50 during the time, so give me money. They were like, well, no, you haven't owned it long enough because you haven't allowed it to see. I'm going to drop a lot of jewels too, right? Right. So it's, it's something called seasoning. I'm pretty sure you know. Seasoning is when you buy the property, they want to see the property held for a certain length of time, uh, and they call it seasoning. Right. So when I bought the home, they was like, okay, you bought it for 18 grand, but because it's so, it's so uh, the transaction just happened is so early, we're only going to give you, you know, seventy percent of what you paid for, it. Mm-hmm. and it's not really worth me trying to pull seventy right. percent of eighteen grand. Right. Right. So I had to sell in about a year, year or two, yeah. and now after I owned it, they felt it's safe for them to put money against it because this is not a flip. You know, most people that go in there flip a property, right? Right. So they don't want to get caught up in a flip type deal. Right. So they want to say, okay, then if, if you're not a flipper, we want to see you stand in this home for about a year. So they brought out seasonal room because during this time, that's when people doing all this crazy stuff yeah. with the housing, the housing market crash. So they were saying, okay, then if, you, if your true intention is to have this house, we want to see you hold it for a year. They call that seasoning right. as far as real estate. So after I held it for a year, I came back to the bank and I said, well, hey, I still got this property. So then they're looking at the property and they're looking at the evaluation. Now, at this time, the market is going up kind of slow, but it's but still it's going up. It's going up, but okay. it's still, you know, it went from like 18 to maybe 25 and it's continued to go up, right, whatever right. the case may be. And then I also made, you know, repairs. I put hot, over the time, I was putting hot water heaters, heating, you know, uh, AC unit, stuff like that. So when I went back to the bank, it was worth about 50 grand. Then I was able to pay off, you know, those mm. loans that I took initially from the property. Right. right. When I first when I bought the property and started making those repairs, then I just kind of consolidated that. So my two hundred and thirty dollars a month went to like ninety dollars a month as far as all the debt that I accumulated because I structured under under a uh, I think a fifteen year loan at that point. Okay. Now I went from um, two hundred some dollars to like ninety seven dollars. So now you know, me and my we we got a grip of money. So then we go in we go get another house that that we lived in. At that okay. Point. Gotcha. So. Go ahead. So it's your max, though. How many uh, doors did you have? Well, about you was at your a peak? Uh, about 43. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, because we, we stayed in the multi-unit uh, world. Okay. And so, and, and another thing with the multi-unit world, when we say multi-unit, it's, you know, it's, it's two uh, units under a roof. Right. Up. The thing with that is, uh, in the multi-unit world, there's so little competition. And, <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Because with the wholesaling and the flipping, you know, everybody and want to flip the houses. And, and they, they want to flip single houses. single family. It's, 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 it's easy, no money, you know, no credit. You know, you get yeah. in, you flip, you can make twenty, thirty thousand 30000 per flip, you know. So, uh, yeah, so a lot of people was grabbing towards tw- uh, towards that. But when you were talking to somebody about, you know, let's, let's buy a two-unit, three-unit, four-unit, people just really didn't grasp that idea. 
right right at that point well nobody in my circle was grasping that idea uh so it's 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 one of these things where anything over five units is too big for a small uh, a small-minded investor right and anything that's less than 50 units is too little for a big time a big firm. Event, right right so between i would say 10 units between 10 and 50 units that's a sweet spot right. and that's when you can get really because, really creative because i remember i called you one day and I said, bro, what kind of properties you looking at? Uh, then you told me, no, I'm only looking at apartments right now. Right. No, no, no. I think I asked you, did you have any properties for sale? Right. And you was like, you're only selling property. I mean, apartments right now. Right, <laughs> I'm right. Like, oh, okay. Right. Okay, you're on that level. Right, right. So you just got properties. Right. So uh, so now, so so when do you know when to exit a property? Um, or do you just keep it? Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's all depending on what your investment strategy is at that point in time. Uh, and, and another thing I like about investing in multi-unit properties, it's recession-proof. Yeah. Right. Definitely. So when you're buying a house and you need to... So I would just keep them. That's what I think. Yeah, but you know, the, the thing is you want to just get bigger and bigger. You want to do bigger deals. A bigger deal, yeah. Right, so it's like Monopoly. Might need some you, cash. You sell four you houses to buy the, buy the hotel. Yeah, yeah. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So you want, to, you want to leverage yourself to do bigger deals. Yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's one of those things when you start investing, when you start seeing success, you want to go bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, so, you know, and, and, and then when you first start out and you learn what you learn, you know what I'm saying? You say, okay, I, I, it's a, it's, I didn't cut these trees down. I see a better path to go. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's, that's, that it's something that I, I would never sell. Well, I can't say you know, everything has a right. price, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's right, right, right. That I, I will pretty much hold on to. So, okay. Yeah. So now the idea of making the, uh, the, uh, the rent pay for your things you want. Right. That's dope. Right. I love that. Right. And that's what I'm like, okay. I get it now. First, right. I didn't get it. You want to buy everything. You want to just work and you just got this money. You pulling all this money from your pot. Mm -hmm. um, upon further review and education, mm -hmm. that is not the way to go. No. <laughs> no. You know what? It, and that is not the way to go, but our... But it's like there is a breakdown right. in our community. I don't know, but I I just don't know why we don't know these things and why it's not taught. Because you have a, a community of people right. of color, right? Our our people who are educated, mm -hmm. and they focus on education and you should go to school and just get an education <laughs> and and this and they want to be you know like the smart. But they don't bring like bring nothing back oh, to man. bring uplift the uh, the ones who don't. So you got right. all this knowledge, which is good. Right. But it's good for if we not right. Uh, they become aliens to the community. Yeah, they get so high that you can't reach them no more, and they become aliens. Right. So it's like so who's going if if they not going to tell us, you not going to tell us. Well, you know what? I, got, I, damn. I, I also can't think win, you can't. That, well, yeah, but you know what? I also think you know whatever person want. You know, they're going to gravitate towards. They'll and, get. And and no True. matter how much money you spend on a guru, a mentor, a course, you they can't teach you discipline. True. So it's a discipline that you got to have. But thank goodness for YouTube. Amen. <laughs> I YouTube. am a scholar. <laughs> right, right. So much information, and I just glad that people. Uh, share information, even with you. Right. I seen that you had showed me that you had um, 
the show. Oh, well, no, 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 no. no. Back up before we talk about your show. Right. You were actually on the show. <laughs> yeah. You, I mean, you sent me that link. I'm like, wait a minute, because when you sit back and you watch these homes on uh, these shows, right? Like HGTV, right? And uh, I don't know what other ch- channel it is, but I know my wife be watching yeah, all of them. Yeah, DIY right? HGTV. Right, right, yeah, right. They never show brothers and sisters in these selling these houses. Maybe it's a few, right? Thing, but right. majority of them, it's like we don't flipping. We ain't flipping out here. But when you showed me your show, right, the episode that you was on, right, I thought that was dope. How did how did you get on the show? You was flipping so many houses. They kind yeah. So we, me and my wife, like I said, we was kind of doing the, the 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 I don't know the the long haul. We was doing you know the slow grind, buying, holding. Like right. I said, that didn't sound sexy. You you buy a house and your mortgage is five, but your tenant pays you eight. You only making three hundred a month. Yeah. But over time, you're getting the cash flow and the appreciation. Right. And you're building, right? You're building. You're building your experience. You're building your resume. Uh, but then you got some cats, man, they go in, they flip, and they make, you know, 30 grand. So, you know, who, somebody, they want to listen to somebody who's going to say, hey, uh, slow and steady is the pace, you know. <laughs> or you're right. going to say, hey, I'm trying to make this this this, this quick 30. Uh, but we entered into the uh, the uh, uh, the flipping realm, right? Right. And so on our first flip, right, it was a whole different set of skills because we were used to buying, holding, and, and um, getting property, getting properties rent ready. So that's a different type of grade of material. That's a different type of mindset. You know, you mm. try to get it as good as it is in that particular area as far as rental. Um, when we started flipping properties, we uh, we had our cell phones and we did this YouTube thing. I'm not YouTube. We did YouTube and we did Facebook. But every week we would record uh, and share our experience and how do we get the funding. All right. right? Um, how do we find a property? How do we find contractors? How do we bid? You know, all these type of things and, and things that we was really going through. Like when somebody broke in and stole the appliance. We just spent oh, man. like 3700 on some appliances. And somebody came in, stole the appliances over the what? weekend, and the water ran the whole weekend. But anyway, so as we're doing this now, my wife, she uh, was working for a real estate company as well. Cause she was a real estate agent because okay. me and her were just kind of working together. So y'all like the family business. Y'all right. tag teaming them. We're tag teaming You invest in real estate. Were you still real estate too? I mean, real estate agent at the time? Or no, just your wife? Man, when I, when I bought my first, second property, I like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> because you had to disclose okay. all this type of stuff. And you <laughs> right, have right, right. more knowledge than the average. Uh, what's perceived that you have. Well, you have more well, knowledge yeah, than the yeah, average right. buyer or seller. So you didn't want, they didn't want you to take advantage of them. So you had to you had to disclose that you was a real estate agent, and you know people thought that you were trying to get over on them when you were trying oh, to make gotcha, them gotcha, gotcha, So I put gotcha. my license on hold. I was like, no, you can have my license. Now my wife, you know, she was just at home with the kids. I was like, you know, let me let me get my license. So she got her. So we started tag teaming mm-hmm. on those. So what transpired? Uh, Prior to about second, you know, uh, uh, flip uh, that, and we was recording them um, that somebody reached out to my wife, and they were like, hey, do you want to do? A show. Now this is crazy, because we just put all of our money in one flip, and we told these people like, "Yeah, we'll do it." But it took so long for them to get back. We was probably about forty percent into the flip. Right. And okay. so they were like, "Hey, you know, um, we're gonna we're gonna send some people down to uh, no." They said we want you to record the house and we will send it to us, see the condition of it, and then we're gonna send our production company down there. So me and my wife like, "Oh my god." What are we gonna Damn. do? Because we have a chance to be on national television. Wow! But now we gotta go. Do we go buy another property? Do we really have the right. funds? Okay, okay, okay. I see. Right, right. So we kind of, you know, we 
we recorded a really bad part of this particular house that we was already in mm-hmm. and we were like we were selling like yeah yeah come down so they were like we chose you for the show now my wife like we had to find a house within three days so we found a house. You bought another house? We bought another house. Okay. Within three days. Just for the show? Just for the show. That's dope. That was just for the show. So we ended up being on the show, and then my wife, she ended up doing two more shows. Okay. On it. Uh, I never wanted to be in front of it. You know, it turned, we made money on, because it was a real, it was a real actual flip. And they right. just recorded it. And, um. So those shows be really flipped. Like, they don't really be behind the scenes finessing things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they finesse. Like, did we, oh, I don't, did I don't do none of the work. I don't do any of the work. So they may record. Oh, they had you like kicking down the thing. And right. Like, ah. and, then, and then I'm like, all right, cut. Hey, my man, come and put this door back. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm saying, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, because they be out there acting like they kicking, knocking down the walls with the sledgehammer. Yeah, no. Nah, I mean, not for me. Uh, no, yeah. we, I, I didn't do all that. I just came in. I was more the. Even on your first guy. properties? I'm sorry? Uh, your first property. Did you do hands on on your first property? Or you. No, hire, I always hire had, I, I always hired people because oh, okay. my mindset was and did I did I try? My mind was like, no, I'm not. But then, yeah, you want to save some money, so you want to come over. But you know, I think I was too nice, too talkative. Yeah, I, I, one of my tenants wanted to borrow money from me, and <laughs> he wanted to pop a beer and chill. I'm like, right. dude, I, I can't do this with you. So I always had the mindset. I, what I did when I first got into real estate, I listened to a lot of people who got burnt in real estate. Okay. So they was like, oh, man, I remember I was in real estate. I bought a couple of houses, but those tenants got on my nerves, you know, go out to keep fixing stuff. And they move. I had to go. I had to go paint stuff. So I was just like, I listened to them because you right. can learn, you know, yeah, learn a broken clock is right twice a day. Yeah. So you can still learn from them. So I already knew that when I got my property, I wasn't going to put my hands on it because I was focused on having a business. And that really, really helped me propel into the uh, apartments. Right. Because when I was going to get financing for my apartments. You know, they was asking these questions that they won't give you the answer to. So mm. it's like, so it's the question be mm. like this. So okay, you're looking at this 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 12 unit apartment, which is still kind of relatively small when you look at the grand scheme of things. When people are buying 50, 80, 50 units and up, so you're looking at this 12 unit apartment. We're willing to, but how are you gonna run it? So if I said, well, I'm gonna you know do it myself, and they already <laughs> said they already right no because right. they're like, okay, so you're gonna buy the apartment and you're gonna fix all twelve units and by you yourself. Correct, you right. know. So you know what? What I did, I, I leveraged property management experience. I mean, okay. I may have been in real estate probably five years at that time, but with the combined uh, experience of this this uh, property management, who's been doing this over thirty years, mm-hmm. you know, it, it it set me on a different type of plateau right and they knew i was serious because they didn't want somebody who's gonna go in and try to paint it you know it's like almost like that uh coming to america coming right. to america i want to make my videos i want to write the videos i want to start the videos i want to do the choreography you're like no 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 i'm just a person that's buying the property okay gotcha now how was that transition from you know like you said you went from duplex then you went to a quad correct but then when you said i want to get that 12 unit right what was that like? What was that process like? Like, Believe it or not, getting the 12 unit happened so fast it scared me, right? Because earlier I said where there's literally no competition. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just showing up. Right. That's it. So, you know, when you're looking at, you know, trying to flip a house, you got the highs and best, and, you, you know, you, you, you're – you have so much competition when people are trying to buy these single-family houses or at this point people are trying to do the duplexes. So you get more competition. But when you're the only person there and somebody's trying to sell their apartment and they, they need to sell it, you know, they're going to sell it. 
you you're gonna have a meeting of the minds. Right. So I I did I had a little money at this point, right? So I did a right. 16, we cash flowing that. Right. I, I I was looking at this 16 unit apartment, and I had this this seller. He couldn't sell it. You know he couldn't. It was it, it not not that it was hard to get approved for the property. It just like when nobody was showing up to mm. get the property. Right. So I showed up, and because there was no competition around, you know. He entertained my deal. Now I could have went one or two ways. This is where creative financing come in at, right? Right. Even though my credit was tight, I had the funds to go the bank route, right? The bank I own, own a three hundred thousand dollar apartment. The bank is going to want at least twenty percent. So ten okay. percent of three hundred thousand is thirty grand. So Another ten percent. Yeah. They're looking at sixty grand just down payment. Right. They're not looking at the appraisal and all these other things that you got to go through and red tape you got to jump through and they keep pulling your credit and looking at your past performance on your properties. So what I did, I said, hey, I can go through the bank or let me step to you, right? You got this property that is not really producing the way you want to produce it. All right, let's let's do a five-year term. I right, hold the property for five years. How about I give you five grand down payment? I give you five grand. What? I give you five grand down payment, and then I give you another five grand um, as the option to to have a lease with an option to buy. Okay. So I gave him five grand for the option, then I gave him another five grand is, is, is down payment. Right. So I looked at his last so like ten basically. Ten grand. Okay. Right. Ten grand about to control this three hundred thousand uh, dollar property, sixteen units Damn. with a mixture of ones, twos, and threes. So I'm talking to him, so I said, Okay then, what are you looking for a month? So I'm already trying to and this guy never heard of this. He never heard of right. lease option and all this type of stuff. <laughs> He's like, what? So I didn't go to him like a guru or anything I learned in the book. I just sat down at the table like, okay, how can I help you? You want out of this property. Mm -hmm. Okay, let me ease your mind for the next five years, right? So I made it to, it's a win-win. And really, mm -hmm. it has to be a win-win. Yeah. Right? It has to be a win-win. So I said, I give you five grand for the down payment. I give you another five grand for the option, right? The last three years, what was your best performing year? So I gave him the average. He averaged about two grand. I said I give you sixteen hundred. We sit on eighteen grand a month. I mean eighteen hundred a month. I give you eighteen hundred a month, and I'm gonna make improvements. So what are you to lose, right? You got ten grand in your pocket. Now I'm giving you eighteen hundred a month. No matter five years. no matter how the, the the property performs, you're gonna get eighteen hundred a month. And if I miss three months in a row, you get to take the property back. You done mm. made right, you done made some money, right? And you still got your property. And you still got your property and the improvements that I put in your property, you got and the improvements. Assume, right. Yeah. And I'm increasing the property. Mm. That's what I'm saying as far as creative. Damn. So Damn, that's cold, why boy. that's why knowledge is so powerful. Well, you cold with it. Right. It's, you have to be creative. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he bid it. I held that property for about two and a half years. He wanted, he sold it to me for three ten. I ended up putting it on the market for one six uh for four sixty. Damn. In two and a half years we put it on the four sixty. And he he's he's one of my best partners today. He can't, <laughs> oh, he can't oh, wait yeah. to do another deal with me. Oh yeah. That's dope. That's dope. <laughs> he can't wait to do another deal with me. That's dope. That's dope. Right. Now from that uh, from the show, you uh so uh you had no you were doing the show with you and your wife was doing it like on your phone. Correct. Right? And then y'all did the TV show. Correct. Now, did y'all kind of from there like, okay, let's do our own show. Did you get the TV show bug then? We, we, got, know, the, we got the TV show. Go ahead. No, that's what I'm asking. We got the TV show bug. My wife, she did two more shows. She did two. Okay, she right. She did right. two more shows. So did uh, she kind of do it by herself or she was there too? I mean, y'all did the same routine? Well, we did, we did the flip show together. Show? The other two shows, she pretty much did on her own. 
because she was also a real estate agent. So she did like HDTV, uh, first time home. Oh, like buyers. the real estate, the real estate side. Right, she did okay, on the real gotcha, estate gotcha, side. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I I've always you know been in the community. You know, what I'm saying we did some uh, a couple of. Uh, um, community type things, uh, but I was just more or less on my grind. You know, it's 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 it's, it's two types of investors. You got so an investor who sell you the idea of investing, and you got a, an investor who actually invests. You know, what I'm saying a person right. who actually invests, they invest, and they don't really have time to you know be on TV and all that type of stuff. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. So I I was heavily investing. I think during that time it was really really rolling. Um, we just flipped. Uh, we flipped that. We was already two flips in. I told you I had ended up getting that that property just to do for the show. Yeah. So we had two. Oh, more you had flips. two to knock out. Right, right. Right. And then I was entertaining to buy these apartments. So we ended up flipping those two properties, and then I end up, uh, I think at the end of the year, buying three apartments. When I say throwing, taking control on financing and getting, we getting three apartments. Wow. Yeah. So I was in I the was same busy. year. Same year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was I was busy. So, so right now, is it still? Are you still like heavy investing now, or you just pick your deals now? I kind of pick my deals. I, I'm, I, I'm getting that bug again. I okay. took some time off. I yeah. took some time because I was, I was going hard. I was going hard and missing my girls, and um, so I can, I can kind of sit back, you know, okay. kick my feet up. But you know, you, you want more, and then you want to, you want to show people how to get it. Right. You want to show people how to get it. So, and that's where, uh, and and that's where I'm at. I'm trying to be a student of the. A good student of the game, right? Of of uh, what's the name of the business again? Good steward investment. Good steward investment. Right. Good steward investment. Right. right. Yes. <laughs> I'm mean, a good steward. Right. Of of that myself because, um, like I say, uh, just from talking to you and you sharing those stories with me, I'm just it's motivation. Yeah. Because I just feel like like what the was I thinking when I was younger? It's like I missed the wave, but it ain't too late. I'm about to come. No. I'm like I'm about to I'm about to get in. But see, I just think I was just so. You know, when you're doing, uh, being a creative person and everybody wants you to do their projects and you're working on their projects, time just flew by, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, time waits for no man. You know, you, you, my advice if you get into real estate, get as much free information as you possibly can. Yes. Um, and I touched on this when we was doing, when me and my wife was doing Behind the Deal. Like a lot of people thinking when you get these different uh, gurus coming into town, they want to charge you for your seminars and things of that nature. It's a great networking. I would I would encourage you to go to those, but I wouldn't. My honest opinion, I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy. That I, would, I wouldn't buy. I, I've seen guys that spend fifteen grand, thirty grand to buy into their program, right? And uh, what I would advise someone to do if someone came and want to get into real estate, I would say join your local real estate uh, um, um, team, your your local real estate group. Right, and because when you join your local real estate group, you may meet somebody who's into apartment buying, somebody who's into flipping, someone who's into wholesaling, right? Somebody who's into buying mobile parks or storage units, and they're in your backyard. And what's your take on uh, speaking of mobile parks? What's your take on mobile homes? That's something that's really kind of opened up to me. That's something I would love to invest in. I see a lot of upside in that. Right, I see I a do. lot of upside I do too. In that. Yeah, but uh, you know, just because of this notion of no money, no credit. That's going on with this this wholesale and this flipping. Well, oh, flipping this wholesaler. Yeah, the wholesale game. Yeah, you know, it, it kind of it's this big light and it kind of draws everybody to that. Uh, they don't. Yeah, they didn't turn that into the wholesale because I mean that is kind of what attracted me. Mm-hmm. But when I actually got to studying and understanding it, it's really just an extra strategy, and I don't know why they sell it like or make it seem like uh, that's 
I don't think it's really a such thing as a wholesaler, right? Uh, that they're making it out to be, right? I think that's turned into like a a sales gimmick. It, it's exactly. really just like a, a a strategy when you can exit out of a deal, right? right. But uh, the internet and YouTube and they turn it into a phenom. And, uh, <laughs> but it is interesting. It is by by the way, it's still a, yeah. a strategy that. Yeah. Um, I like, but even when I do, if if I do do it, I would go into it as a, um, as a uh, a strategy. I mean, I might hold it, I might wholesale it, right? You know, but I'm looking. I want to get into the buy and hold. I'm looking into right get some of that cash flow, right? That monthly cash flow. So that's right. where I want to be, right? And I, I asked me this. They say, okay, they a man told me this, okay, said. Uh, you need to get some cash flow. Right. And I'm like, okay. He said, because income is taxed, cash flow is not. Is there any truth to that? Oh, I'm glad you talked about that. Is uh, there any truth to that? Yeah. Cash flow is taxed. <laughs> they say cash flow, what tax? It is taxed. Why well, I see a okay. lot, what I, and, and this is how I was, and I'm so glad you touched on this. This was where I was able to scale and go from um, one or two units, four units to apartments. Uh, I got the same conventional wisdom, you know, hey, you buy your property, you can write everything off, yeah. you know, or you don't have to even uh, disclose the money you're making. So it, you have to go back and say, what are you, what are your long term goals? What are your 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 hardcore values? So, um, like I said, when I when I bought my duplex and I bought um, the house, I paid for cash and then probably like a two year stretch to I, I bought my personal residence and then I ended up buying a four unit but no it was time for me to really scale when I was going into banks like they're not going to tell you I was getting this commission was like write everything off mm -hmm. but imagine if you need this capital to buy a bigger property or to buy more properties right. and your job if you're making 40 grand a year and you're looking at buying a three four hundred thousand dollar property your job may not be able alone to be able to afford that Right. So what you're going to have to do is disclose income that you're making. So you go in like, yeah, I got a business. I got an EIN number. I got a tax ID. I got a dunce number and all this. So then when you're showing your paperwork and you, you everything's a loss, how can you prove that you're going to be able to pay them back? Even so, th <laughs> right. the thing is people try to write off as much so you can get a higher income tax check. Right. So the truth is you may have to yeah, forego. Uh, exactly. Gotcha. So you have to forego the two or three grand for the, for the next two or three years, okay? Because you got to start showing that you're making money. You actually want to owe as less as possible. Right. You actually want to low break even That's the goal. Less. That's the goal to be... Not I'm, to be having income, earn income credit. The goal is to pay as less as possible. As less, less as possible. You right. want to show that you're making money, but you want to you want to have some kind of balance. But you want to show that you have an income-producing, revenue-streaming, profit-at-the-end-of-the-year business. So now when you go to the bank and you say, hey, I want to buy this apartment because you got in in a real estate, right? First, she's like, okay, I need to get in on these wholesale. Now I want to buy a couple of houses. But, you know, for some people, they say, oh, I want to buy these apartments, right? You mm -hmm. want to do it the right way. You know, you're showing that you're making money, right? And you may have to forego. That's something me and my wife had to come to come to a crossroad with that, right? Mm -hmm. Because at first, I was writing off everything I could. Right. You know, I'm five grand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So, like, you made five grand went, last year. I went, no, yeah, but I'm saying I'm making on my income tax. I'm yeah, making, yeah, Because yeah. I'm writing everything off. Five, seven grand, I'm writing everything off. So then I go to the bank. They're like, you're not making your business. Not, how are you, you going to pay us back if we give you this half a million? 
if we give you this quarter of a million, we give you two hundred fifty thousand. Mm. How are you gonna pay it back? Cause you can't show it, even though you got this property, you didn't wrote everything off. Mm. Cause they looking at your tax returns. So we had to wait another two years, Damn. and had to shoot, you know, prove that we was making this money and pay. We didn't get income tax, but we just trying to reduce how much we paid back in tax. So right. now we went back now, to the, we went back yeah. to the banker. Now we're sitting down and they like, oh, okay, then you 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 serious? Mm. Let me see your tax return. Let me see how long you've been doing this. Let me see who's gonna run the property. So I'm like, check, 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 check. All right, go look for your apartment building. Damn it, damn it. So we shooting ourselves in the foot, <laughs> right? Because damn we, it. We, 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 who are you getting this information from? Though, are yeah. you getting this information from somebody who may have three, four, five houses, right? Or yeah. are you getting this from somebody who may have a couple of apartments? It's it's a different level. It's a different yeah. mind. It's a different strategy. Right. He had a couple apartments. Yeah. So I don't know how he got it though. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. But that's uh, that's a good answer. Right. I'm glad you. Right. That's the way of looking at it. Uh, yeah, because you right. We writing off every damn thing. We lowering our shit. Right. <laughs> so who you gonna get your funding from? Right. You see what I'm saying? Damn. It's like ah. Yeah, and if you and if your stuff is tight, man, you don't have to pay twenty, thirty percent, man. I got relationship with bankers, man, on commercial side that give me temp that I've got I facts, proof, receipts that my I've, I've uh, I came out of pocket ten percent down mm. on an apartment building, fifteen percent down on an apartment building. I didn't see twenty, thirty percent. Wow. But you got to have your stuff together. Right. So that's where it comes from. To qualifications. To qualifications. It's it's a different it's 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 a different set of skills. Right. You know, and it's and, and it's not that you can't do it. It's just a different mindset. And it's because a long term. Some people goal. may say they were discriminated against. Right. Um. But see, in this day and age, they're not saying that they don't really. Yeah. But I really think it comes down to uh, qualifications. Yeah. And yeah. look at the numbers. Yeah. Because you can get a loan without even going into a bank. Mm-hmm. This you just type time. in the numbers. <laughs> right. And they come back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What's the formula? Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna have that. You're going to have, you know, un, um, injustice. You're going you're gonna to be discriminated. You know, you're going to, you know, you're going to be profiled. You know, right. by your own people sometimes, yeah. you know. Uh, they don't teach they on the teachers now. Right. So, you know, you just you got to get the wins when you can get the wins. You can't yeah. go in the house, get your ball, go in the house and lock the door, you know. You right. got to continue to push it and, and make yeah. a way for your children. Yeah. And build that legacy. And at this point in the game, do you uh do you uh what's the goal? What's the end goal? End game. Uh, me and my wife was just talking about that the other day. Uh, I'm leaning towards syndication. That's that's a huge elephant. If people don't know what syndication yeah, is, I don't know. I'm thinking you talking about TV. No syndication. TV talk. Right <laughs> no now. syndication is 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 uh it's it's more of a um, a over glorified joint venture, right? So okay. a joint venture is you and a person joint joint together, joint forces together. Right. Somebody may have all the money, somebody may have all the know how, mm-hmm. right? You may get three or four people say, hey. I will give you uh, 100, 200, 300 grand, mm-hmm. you know, a person. Or you're trying to raise three, four hundred thousand dollars Right. So what you're doing, you're getting paid to find the deal. So it's like the ultimate wholesaler with multiple strategies. Gotcha. So you got the buying hole. It's, it's, it's like a, a, a gumbo. You got the looking for the deal, 
right? Like a wholesaler, look for a deal. Mm-hmm. You have the buying hold, you have a raising the uh, uh, value, and then you flip it at the end. So it's like all the real estate uh, uh, type of uh, investment strategies in one. Yeah. But what you're doing, you're syndicating the deal. You're showing people, hey, I got this deal. This is how we're going to make this deal work. I just need X amount of dollars to go in with me. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, that's, 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 that's huge. That's a game changer. That's when you're looking at million dollar properties. That's when you're looking at 2.53, you know, 15, 15 million. But how do you get paid on that, though? So you get paid a fee, and it's all you know. It's all transparently structured. Okay. You get paid like if you pay. You just get paid a fee for structuring the deal. You get paid. So it's all depend on how long you want to ride the deal out. Gotcha. So if you want to get paid and, and flip the deal off to somebody else, that's where the wholesaling type thing come in. And you can, or gotcha. or you can ride the deal where you get paid a certain percentage for for, for finding a deal, structuring and putting it together. You get paid a certain certain percentage off that, and you and whoever you're working with at the time, you disclose that in the beginning. Then as the property is starting to produce, you know, so if you, we're going to keep the number small. we got a 10-unit uh, apartment, which yeah. you won't syndicate that, but you got a 10-unit apartment. And the property, uh, you're saying that the rents are 300 a month. Um, so we're looking at 3000 a month, uh, 300 per unit at 100% occupied. But we can stretch it up to six, six, 600, each unit 600 mm-hmm. to get a 6000 a month. So mm-hmm. while we're going through this transition, um, the profits that we make, we're going to pay you that after everything else is paid off. And you may get a very small percentage of that. So you're getting paid every month. But you also, you overseeing a deal until the maturity of it. Mm-hmm. So you made your money for bringing a deal. You you make your money while like the property. Like some residuals. Like some residuals, okay. like a buy and hold. Yeah. And then at the end, you make money when you sell the property. Mm. So you can ride it all the way out. And it's none of your money is in it. See, that's the... Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi move, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're out, out there. Jedi move. You, you on this? You up here with it? Okay, so syndication. See, I learned something new today. Right, and you, like go to the university, <laughs> university of YouTube. I'm telling you, yeah, it's out there. But you, you have to, you have to carry yourself a different way. And when I say carry yourself a different way, is you gotta be about your business. You can be about your swag, but when it's time to sit down, you gotta, you know, people gotta believe that you're gonna do right with their money. Yeah, like I got some, like I was telling you, I got some investors that I've shown and proved. And they like they you know money don't discriminate right if they got some like hey you can make me some money let's part let's do let's something some, together let's make some money. The, the money is out there okay yeah now what about I know it's getting late I'm gonna hold you too much longer okay then but now I watch YouTube okay Grant Cardone right he does syndication yeah he be talking he be talking big shit okay right right but but do you Agree with his philosophy of don't buy rent. He said he won't buy a property. He won't buy a house to live in. Right. But he will buy investments. Correct. What's your take on that? Uh, I think, uh, with, with Grant, I'm going to answer your question. With Grant Condo, <laughs> yo, he, he is a huge personality, yeah. right? Uh, and you have to take him with a grain of salt because what works for Grant may not necessarily work for you. Okay. Okay. Exactly. okay. Right? I'm so you got to eat the fish and spit the bone. But I love that philosophy of uh, rent what you own, rent what you own, and own what you rent. Yes. So um, I get it. I agree with it. And I, I Because I, it's kind of like what you said. Right. Uh, how you take your rents to pay for. Correct. Your living. So, okay. So um, I'm originally from Birmingham, Alabama, which is about two, two hours and some change away. 
Okay. Okay. So I was in Birmingham last year, and uh, me and my father, we started up a, uh, a uh, cleaning service. Okay. So the cleaning service uh, there, because we was building it up, had me in Birmingham probably five days, four, four and a half days out of a seven-day week, right? So um, I own some property there. Mm-hmm. So uh, I moved into one of the apartments, right? Right. So I'm, so I'm living there, right? Temporarily, I'm not paying rent. My tenants is paying rent. Right. So I live where I rent. You understand that concept? Right. Versus me trying to own own something and then living there. So I I I own uh I rent what I own, I own where I rent. I, you you kinda I, I, I think I think I may say the backwards, but his concept is um never own, rent. Live where you live where you rent or li- uh, yeah. rent rent what you own. So on a smaller scale, imagine Instead of you spending two hundred thousand dollars on a house in Buckhead, right? Mm-hmm. You paid two hundred thousand dollars down on an apartment building, and then you lived in one of the units. Now all your tenants is paying for your livelihood. You see what I'm saying? Right. So that's what I think. That is a nugget. That is a jewel. So many people miss it. You know, when I'm reading the book, I read the post. Right. And they go, oh, you know, he don't want you to own nothing. Own it. <laughs> right. No, 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 right, no, no. Right. Because when you own a single family home. And um, when it's time for you to take it, this this is another thing that you have to you have to really understand the game. If you own a piece of property, just say the property is worth five hundred thousand dollars, right? And you only owe ten thousand dollars on it, so technically you got four hundred ninety thousand dollars worth of equity in the home, right? But if you can't qualify for it, you can't get it unless you sell it. What you mean if you can't qualify to get your own to get your from the equity. bank? Because people are like equity, equity, equity. Unless yeah. you're gonna sell your property, unless you're gonna sell it, unless right. you're gonna sell it, that's when we gonna get your money out. So you can't leverage it. What you say if you don't have the qualifications to no. leverage that money out, then what? Then then what? Then what? Because with the bank, uh, you have to wow approve uh, ability to pay ability to they call it ATR ability to repay. Mm. So if you have a five hundred thousand dollar property that you owe. Less than thirty grand, ten thousand dollars on. Just say you own it, Scott. You say you, somebody in your family died and you inherit it, mm-hmm. and you like, I want to hold on to this piece of property, but you know it's it's worth five hundred grand. Mm-hmm. So you go down to the bank and you say, Hey, I got this property. Mm-hmm. They're gonna say, Well, okay, then it's worth five hundred. Everything checks out. This in your name. We see how the title transfer, clean title, and we give you half of that. We give you two point five. We give you twenty five hundred. I mean, I'm sorry, 250 grand. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, a 500 grand. How you going to pay us back? Mm. <laughs> to the property. It's the, the lien on the property, right? The lien is on the property, but they're not going to even write it to you unless you, I mean, if you, if if, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they want to, I mean, if the bank may want to, at, at the end of the day, they like, man, you, they hope that, you know, they want to take <laughs> it back. But they, they got to still come in with good intentions and say right. that you have, because you'll be back. taken advantage of. They say, why did you get this person Two hundred fifty grand. He wasn't gonna be able to pay. He wasn't gonna be able to pay. We took the house. So when you doing, when you documenting, they gonna like okay then. Now I mean, you could probably go somewhere else where you know they can a no doc type thing. You got to prove your income. You just have your property, but you know you wanna. That's what people like. I was taking advantage of. No, you just didn't do your due diligence on your own. Wow. So you can have equity in the property. But you if you don't have it. the ATR, if you're not if you're not having a nine to five that you can oh, say, they leave that out, man. They never talk about oh, that. Oh no, ability to repay. You got to be able to repay that. Oh shit. Yeah. 
Okay. Unless you sell it. Unless you sell it. But you got to have, so when you in a home and your your credit has to be good, Mm -hmm. your debt to, uh, your your debt to income income has to be at a good rate Mm -hmm. and you got to have ability to repay Mm. to try to pull money out of your property. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So okay. so with grant so you can have you can you can you can spend two hundred fifty thousand dollars on a house or you can buy an apartment and you can live where you rent or however the 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 thing that he put, but I think it's I think that's like one of the smartest ideas I've ever heard in right. in, in my opinion. You know. Okay. Uh, uh rent where you own and, and own where you uh, own where you rent. So properties that he owned he renting them. You know what I'm saying? It's, it, and then properties that uh, uh, he rent where he lives. Yeah, that's. But his rent pays for it. Yeah, his so property. He, he, yeah, he's he tenant, living free. He living free, and then he get to write it off, a certain portion of. It. Yeah, I genius. Like it. I thought it was dope, but I hear other people say. Yeah, so I just want to get your intake on. Yeah, that. I think it's genius because I don't think he's tell. He's just telling you a smarter way to do it. He's like, you you get, you get duped into this American dream, man. You spending, you know, because uh, uh, you got to look at it. What is the asset? What is the liability? A house is a liability if you're not making no money for it. You're paying mortgage, you're paying taxes, you're paying insurance. What is it giving you? Financial, unless mm. you sell it, or you die and you give it to one of your kids and they sell it, you know, you all for nothing. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You buy you some income-producing property. That can buy you some more income-producing property. They can buy you some more income-producing property. Right. So if I was, you know, if I, if I was to go buy more property, I would never buy a single-family house. Right. Have you ever bought a single family house? I'm talking about as an uh, investment property. Uh, if the numbers are right, if when I, when I bought right. the house in Atlanta, I paid eighteen. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I paid eighteen right, for it, then that, I yeah. end up selling it for like one seventy five. What? Yeah. Man, I mean, I mean, I mean. So Ooh, we left that part out. Yeah, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. So wow. I, I end up selling it for once. The, the market's hot, man. I don't fall in love with the property. Okay. I don't fall in love with the property, man. Wow. I end up selling for one seventy five. You know, and uh, I wish I would have held on for a little longer. It probably worth more than that. But we had we rented it Damn. for like three or four years. We was making money on it. And then, so it and then we Airbnb it for a while, <laughs> which was crazy. Do you Airbnb now? I have, I have, but I got apartments now. We just okay. held on to our apartments. Okay, okay. Yeah, and I'm trying to see can I position myself into Airbnb in one of those apartments? In but apartment. that's 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 crazy money, right? If you do it right, you got to do it right. Right. You got to okay. do it right. Man, bro, you came through and dropped so much game on us today. I appreciate you. Um, let me see. Do I have any other questions? Well, the final question is, what advice would you give? Uh, what advice would you give? Um, I want to say not an investor. I want to say just um, what advice would you give to someone who wants to get into real estate should it should everybody get into real estate yes yeah i think because you're gonna need somewhere to stay i think everybody should get into real estate you know even if it's a piece of land you know if it's a broke down dilapidated house that they're selling for like because real estate goes in cycles yeah so you know you you want to be i i don't think there is no uh you know bad investment when you're investing in real estate i think your investment strategy may be off right so if you're looking to flip a house and you get into real estate and then you don't get what you want. Real estate is not bad. It's just our strategies that are bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think that everybody should get into real estate. I think um, we should own more. Yeah. You know, own our communities. Because when you start owning, you, 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 it's a different mindset that you have. You tend to take care of your neighborhoods uh, 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 better when you own. When you own it, yeah. yeah. But I think everybody should own real estate, man. I think we should, 
buy as much real estate as we can afford to buy. I don't care if it's a tax lien um, that you may have paid a couple of hundred dollars on. You just held on to that. I don't care if it's a piece of yeah. a, a lot that you buy. But yeah, everybody needs real estate, man. I intend on teaching my daughters about real estate. They already know about real estate. And we yeah. plan on buying uh, more real estate as, as we continue to build our portfolio. And uh, do you how uh, do you have uh, social media? Do you teach, or are you going to be doing any classes? I seen the one video you had, and yeah. you were doing uh, classes. So, do you want the people, the audience, to reach out to you? You know or what? No, uh, or not yet? Or? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? <laughs> the the what I I kind of teach at my leisure. Okay. And um, I have a YouTube page. If you go on and say uh, it's called the Hard Truth. The hard truth. The hard truth. Gotcha. Uh, I talk about real estate. And it's, it's, it's kind of a plethora of things I talk about. I talk about real estate. I talk about starting a business. I talk about uh, the deception of a college degree versus a trade. Mm, uh, yeah. So oh. we have to bring you back on that one. Yeah, we yeah. Come back. Yeah, yeah. Definitely so, got to yeah, come it's, back It's on called that. the hard truth. It's but, uh, yeah, YouTube. yeah. But if they want to get the hard truth, they could just go on YouTube. Yeah. They can, okay. And then they ask questions. And at my leisure, I kind of answer them back. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as far as one-on-one teaching, and, and I don't, I don't want to sound like uppity or whatever. I'll I, I be making moves, and sometimes right. if you can't really just kind of walk with me, you know, I, I tried that before, man. I can't teach discipline. Right. I can't teach discipline. But gotcha. Yeah. And um, so the hard truth on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. I like the one that you was talking about, uh, the no excuses. Yeah. Can you yeah. end us on that? <laughs> just no excuses. What's your, your ideology? It, on the no excuses. The, the no excuses to me, the ideology behind the no excuses is uh, the excuses you make, somebody is using as their motivation. If you're saying that I'm too tired to get up today, man, you got somebody who's getting out of a car crash, man, who's learning how to walk again, you know. But someone said, I don't have the money. You have somebody in a third world country, man, selling, making cups, trying to save their money just to come to America. So we miss out on our dream. We miss out on our opportunities. America has a lot of things going on. We deal with a lot of stuff in our life. But you have to have the mindset of no excuses, no matter what. You got people depending on you. You got you got your children, grandchildren depending on you. Got your your legacy. You got your family. You got friends depending on you. That book you read, you may be reading it for your homeboy. That you may be reading that book for your wife, girls. You may be reading it for your boyfriend, your husband. So we can't have no excuses. Not in this day and age when you have the information in front of you. Hell, right. you can't even read. Just watch a video. Right. So you can't say I got it. I have excuses because someone's going to come here and the excuse you have. Somebody's going to have a solution. So that's one thing I had to do, man. I, I, I came from the bottom. You know what I'm saying? When I say I came from the bottom, I didn't come from a troubled childhood. I didn't come from, you know, uh, 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 a, a prison history or anything like that. But I didn't come with a silver spoon. I came from two uh, working parents. One worked as a teller in the bank. Another one worked in a warehouse at Coca-Cola. And they just put food on the table, right? Yeah. So I couldn't even ask my parents for $200. Now I have people... You know, investing in me, you know, uh, you know, one hundred fifty thousand per person. I'm not trying to brag, but what I'm saying is, you have you have to go through those bumps. You got to go through that learning curve. Yeah, and you have to adopt the mindset, man. Jump off the cliff and develop wings as you fall. There it is, man. And we're gonna sign out on that. <laughs> Once again, appreciate your time, yes, brother. Please come it. back again. We're gonna get into some of those other things on hard truth. I'm gonna go watch some myself. Right. Um, I love your energy. Um, I love the message. And yes, I'm gonna still be uh, bugging you about this real estate. Cause uh, I'm gonna get it popping. 2020 is my year. It's your year. And we signing out, brother. And I appreciate you once again. Thank you so we much. Out. All right.